Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Rhea Yoshida is about to come on, and we're going to be doing some healing. We're going to be doing some deep diving. We're going to be opening up layers and uh, conversations that could potentially uh, trigger you. So if you're someone who is like super frail, I, I recommend staying tuned to this conversation because it's in those triggers that we're able to evolve and grow. Uh, but if it's something that, you know, um, sex, intimacy, swear words, uh, if that is something that is a complete turnoff for you, then you probably want to find another episode. Otherwise, stay tuned. This is going to be a freaking powerful interview and it's going to be a lot of fun definitely and uh real raw and uh, juicy so definitely stay tuned before we dive into it though i just really want to say thank you for choosing to be your greatest possible self taking one step at a time choosing to be in self-exploration curiosity about you your body life the world why we believe the things that we do and uh just being willing to take a look at that and with a with a beautiful observer mind and thank you for being here I'm going to introduce Rhea in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen if you want to take notes. Um, there's probably going to be some experiential stuff in this as well, which is going to be a blast. So definitely stick around through this interview, especially if you get triggered, especially if there's stuff that's like awkward or weird or it's like, mm, I don't know. Stick around because I think that there's so much wisdom and opportunity for self-discovery, self-awareness in that experience in in sifting and sorting through whatever comes up okay so Rhea Yoshida is an author and international sex coach through her online coaching programs and live events she's helped CEOs and business leaders around the world 10x their sex lives and intimate relationships she is faculty at the International School of Temple Arts and is a contributing contributing author for the anthology Sex Shamans, True Stories of Sacred Sexuality and Awakening. Rhea was born and raised in Japan to a Japanese Buddhist father and a Jewish American mother. She has straddled multiple worlds and dimensions from a young age and is committed to world peace, one happy genital at a time. And that is just the tip of the iceberg with this beautiful powerhouse woman. Rhea, are you ready to rock the house? Let's do this. Or, or rock the bed, you know, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever the case is, it's going to be a lot of fun. And thank you for being here. And, um, you know, I told you in the pre-interview, like this is, I, I wanted to create healing, right? I want to create some healing for people who may have had traumas, may have had things that they don't even know, blind spots, things that they've picked up over the years. So my intention is that we create some safe, sacred space, you know, so that people mm. can come into both who are here, present, listening, consciously whether it's live or replay as well as beyond this you know beyond and out into the world for people who are needing healing who are who are you know their soul is ready for it that this cool. message this energy this frequency reaches them and and makes a difference for them so i want people to get to know you i also want to go through some processes during this this hour and just anything else like it's totally totally open we can go wherever wherever the flow goes okay Sounds amazing. Rocking. So let's start off. We'll, we'll do the theme of today, uh, your message to millions. We'll just hear your perspective about that. What does that mean to you, Rhea? Mm -hmm. Well, 
you know, it really is the big question. It's how do we expect ourselves to be free when we're not sexually free, when we're not sexually liberated? And I don't know about you, but most of us, uh, mom and dad had sex. That's how we're here. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. They may, they may not have admitted that they did, but. <laughs> yes. And, you know, obviously, um, I am familiar with the birth world and, you know, not everyone can be fortunate enough to get pregnant on mm. their first try during sex. And of course, you know, total respect to um, beloveds who are through science, right? So we have modern day technology that has supported uh, human health and reproductive health and fertility. So totally honoring that. And for the rest of us, you know, I don't know what the statistics are, like 90 something percent, mom and dad had sex. And this is how we're here. Right. And so there's the science, obviously, of sperm and the egg meet. And then there's like a little mini Big Bang that happens (laughs) in the uterus. (laughs) And it's really um, more than that. Right. Mm -hmm. It's more than just the physical scientific uh combination but that there's a form of energy it's like we call it sexual energy but what it really is is it's life force energy yeah it's an energy that can create life so we're working with something that's extraordinarily powerful and because it's so powerful because it can be such a vortex Mm -hmm. if we look at the current climate of how we as a as a society as a globe relate to sexuality it's not that great right mm-hmm. we're terrified of this thing and we have pushed it into the shadow mm. and by shadow i mean it's out of sight we're mm. like you know what we don't want to deal with that we're just going to push it to the side we're going to suppress it oppress it repress it and we're not we're just not going to deal with it mm. and essentially because you know when we look at the pendulum swinging of the current culture whether it's you know, the pickup artistry movement or the Me Too movement or, you know, women's rights, um, just everything that's happened over the course of history, you know, we weren't working with this energy in a, in a responsible and mature way. Hmm. And it's, and so, it's like the, the life force energy, the creation energy, and especially the, the physical body parts, boobs, butt, you know, vagina, yes. penis, pussy, like all yeah. these words have become like the energy associated with them has been so like skewed in, in yes. like an un- unhealthy way. Yeah. It's, it's derogatory, right? Yeah. If someone calls you a dick, it's like, Oh, you know, yeah. or God forbid you're an asshole, right? Wow. wow. Or don't be such a pussy. Yeah. I mean, like, h- how did this happen? You know, wow. Wow. it's, it's so ironic. Yeah. And it's, yet we accept it. Yeah. It's like hidden in plain sight. It's like these such, such beautiful, magical aspects or, or, mm-hmm. you know, anatomy that also is so, so deeply spiritual as well. Like it's right here, but because of whatever society says and the programming there, it just totally like we stay away from the power that is there as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so really, uh, this is an invitation. It's an mm. opportunity to just consider what if our genitals are sacred? Mm. And what if it's actually uh, the source 
to reconnecting to something much, much deeper that we have disconnected from. So you are a sex coach, and I mentioned a little bit about that in your intro, but just in your own words, in addition to um, bringing this sacred conversation about genitals to to the world, is there anything else you want our audience to know about what you stand for with your clients Mm -hmm. and and just to, to get us knowing you more? Yes, yes. Thank you for that. So I love working with business owners, leaders, entrepreneurs, other coaches, healers, and people who have a lot of influence in the world. Mm. So if we really think about uh, politicians, CEOs, people who are making massive decisions and choices, you know, there's like 1% of people in the world who are making decisions that the the 98% are are being affected by. What if these 1% of leaders made decisions from a place of total sexual satisfaction? What if they're like skipping down the street with a grin and a smile on their face and they're so elated because they had the best sex ever with their beloved or they're so connected and they feel juicy with their genitals, with their body, and they're making decisions and choices from a place of abundance rather than a place of of just the head cut off from the rest of the body, rather than a place of scarcity or uh, a lack of, right, to maybe prove something. So this is why I like working with leaders and business owners to really support a holistic way uh, of all the hard work that they do. Mm. The truth is, I can't do that job. I don't want to do that job. I don't want to wear a tight <laughs> pantsuit and be stuck in a in a hotel conference room, freezing in the AC and having to debate, you know, percentages and numbers all day, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that's not my specialty. I want these leaders to feel nourished and feel supported in the jobs that they do. And this is part of the reason why I'm so motivated to support um, sex coaching, right? I almost think of it as like modern day geisha mm. or like a like a modern day legal courtesan, right? right? Mm. Like if we really look at the temple arts, um, there's ancient historic references of how there were priestesses, women who would be in temples where the men who came back from war would come and get nourishment and sexual healing from before they went home to their families and their wives. Wow. Wow. And this, these temple arts exist in all cultures throughout the world. You know, Mm -hmm. I just mentioned being a geisha, but in Japanese culture, my father's Japanese, it's a art form. It's a practice. Mm -hmm. So sensuality as medicine, sexuality as medicine, when used with with respect and honor yeah i i think i was reading some by robert green i don't know which which book it was like some i don't know one of them and uh, he was talking about courtesans and how like that was a refined dignified position and they actually they had to be smart they had to like be brilliant and yes. witty and like intelligent to be successful for for that you know position to to be of value most value and and add you know the most like healing and and be there for whoever their companions were you know mm. i thought that was super interesting Yes, absolutely. And so we've lost touch with that art form, Mm. with that work, you know, instead, um, just over the course of history, we've just become disconnected. And a lot of it has to do with, because it's so powerful, Mm. um, being able to control female sexuality is the number one way to be able to control a population. Wow. 
is it is a female sexuality is it also feminine energy like like dominating the feminine feminine energy and like um out of men is that i feel like that's been done as well right mm. it's all related because we can't really exist without the other right and you know so for example like 400 years ago i would have been burned at the stake and be called a witch mm. right wow. and it's like but here's the here's the catch though you can burn the witches but they'll keep getting born mm. so what do you do if they keep getting born you teach them shame wow and you teach them shame and then shame gets carried on generation through generation through generation Damn. And now we exist in a world where being called a genital body part is an insult. Mm. And that's the norm. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna go into this conversation of healing and we're we're like mm. inviting people that everyone who's still here is like, okay, I'm open to to reconsidering to to opening up what is my definition, unpacking that and like really what is my relationship with my mm. genitals. Um, where do we go from here, Ria? Perfect. Beautiful. Well, so part of the work that I do is something called be, becoming a pussy whisperer, mm -hmm. right? And the way it was inspired is uh, regardless of how you came into the world, it's that we're all invited to be born through this portal, mm -hmm. right? Um, that the pussy or the vulva or the vaginal, the canal, it's representative in so many pieces of being birthed into this world. Mm. I mean, it is like a miracle. Mm -hmm. it, it's like, how did this even happen? Yep. It, it's wild. So <laughs> it's the portal in which we enter this world as humans, right? Whether you've come through a C-section or not, like mm. all respect for it, but it's that that is what was meant for the pussy, right? It's mm. a birth canal coming out. And in order for a woman to be impregnated, you know, she allows the lingam or the cock or the penis in to the yoni so it's it's this um exchange of life it's mm. it's this portal this mystery into the other side of being a human having a human experience mm. and after having come out of a pussy a lot of us are trying to get back in one mm. yep. <laughs> yep. and you know the pussy is it's mysterious right whereas like the cock uh, exist outside of the body. You can mm. immediately see when a cock is aroused, right? Um, in working with a lot of men, uh, some, you know, a lot of the story behind the scenes for men is that they often feel betrayed by their own body because they'll get an erection in places that it's not allowed, right? Wow. And basically not allowed by like anywhere outside the bedroom, it's not allowed, right? right? right. <laughs> when it's, it's, it's involuntary most of the time. It's just, it's just the body responding. Mm. And so, whereas with a woman, you know, with the pussy, of course, the pussy also has um, tissue in it that can be engorged and can swell and be fuller, but you can't really see it with right. the eye. Right. So a woman's turn on or a pussy owner's turn on is much more invisible and mysterious. Mm. And so the question I've been asking as a sex coach and as a very bisexual woman, mm -hmm. I'm both romantically and sexually interested in both men and women. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, who do I get to be to be invited into a pussy? And what, what is this relationship with the feminine 
you know, it's, it's the feminine, both from a sexual standpoint, all the way to like the mother mm. and, and the mother energy. And that a healthy mother is a sexual woman. Mm. What, yeah. what, what is the distinction there that like most, most mothers think that, okay, I've had my kids, like it's time to turn off fantasies, desires, the need or, or, or want for arousal and just focus on raising kids. And that's, that's mm. totally BS, right? Absolutely. And it has a lot to do with the way in which we're living, the mm. fact that we're so isolated, right? Mm. So we all live in this like nuclear family unit, whereas you know, if we look at tribal days or village days, you know, we live together in pods, in mm. groups. Some some pods or some villages didn't know who the father was. Mm. And so it's almost like agriculture kind of bit us in the ass. It, it did so many good things. And it also said, okay, well, if I'm going to produce X number of food, I want to know who's, which mouths I'm feeding. Yeah. Wow. And so from there, it started turning into property. Mm. And women started being treated as property. And, you know, marriage existed as a business deal. Like mm. my family has rice, your family has corn for our offsprings to survive. We're going to put our you know, children together. I'll give you my daughter. You give me your corn. Mm. And so we just got away from a, a communal way of living. And, you know, I don't think it's right or wrong. It's neither. Right. It's just the evolution of where we've come from and so, so much good has come out of it as well. And we're light years ahead from where we used to be. So I'm super, super grateful to the ancestors that have brought us here and we get to step into an even greater possibility. And part of that is learning how to integrate and how to find congruence with what is so normal and natural. Every single human is a sexual being. Mm. And it, it's it has nothing to do with um, perversion or being sexual with each other. It's about owning sexuality as yours. It's yours. Mm. You get to be a sexual being, mm. and you can be completely celibate. Mm. And so, you know, the way uh, one of my mentors has framed it, which is really powerful, is healthy celibacy is when you run sexual energy with yourself. Mm. So sexual energy is life force energy. If, if you look in nature, like all the birds chirping, all the bugs bugging, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. What they're really saying is like, hey, want to fuck now? What about now? Can we fuck now? What about later? How about now? Do you want to fuck me now? I think we should go have sex now. Like that's, that's nature singing to itself. It's like that's all the bird calls. That's like all the animal calls. Right. You know, like the wind um, sensually brushing through the leaves, just mm. the, the feel of the earth, the worms like worming mm. themselves through the earth. Just like the earth is constantly making love to itself. Mm. It, it's, so, it's so natural and so normal. Mm. And it's humans who have turned it into this thing. Mm. So I am excited to dive in as I know people are as well to like really start to transform that, right? We, we mm -hmm. have this context. So Rhea, what can we do to like really yes. heal? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So what I would say right away is we don't want to make love or add pleasure onto a foundation that's, that's got a lot of shame and, and stuff in it, yeah. right? 
Like you can't really add to something that's already full. We can't mm. pour more water into a cup that's already overflowing with liquid in it. Mm. Right. So a lot of this has to do with unlearning. Okay. And so part of unlearning is, you know, my recommendation is to do like a, a brain dump. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure this is like um, a powerful tool for any mindset coach, right? Mm -hmm. Like let's first clear the mind and clear the space in order to be able to um, nourish it with what we do want to believe in. Mm -hmm. So my suggestion is to definitely journal. Mm -hmm. I would um, recommend typing instead of writing because sometimes mm -hmm. um, because it's a brain dump, yeah. we just want to get it out. Yeah. So when the mind is running really quickly, we can think faster than we can write. Right. So it's actually the opposite of a lot of uh, journaling, uh, which is often recommended to write. But right. I would say to just get clear, just like type it out real quick. Open up a, a, a Google Doc or an Evernote or a notepad and just dump everything that you find shameful mm. around sexuality, around your body, around your genitals. Mm. You know, what, what are the curse words? What are things that you've just not allowed yourself to express out loud? Mm. So we want to do a clearing. And so that's a, a, a mental clearing. Mm. And then what I would recommend is to do um, a heart clearing. So go into a meditation to really close your eyes and just like place a hand on your heart and just ask your heart like, hey, how's it going? And, you know, how do you feel around sex? How do you feel around your body? And, and what happens in your heart when it comes to hearing certain curse words or genitals or body parts? What happens in the heart? When you've had different sexual experiences, and really checking in here. And one of the interesting things about the heart is it's not where emotion lives. The heart is about connection. And, you know, the heart, just to simplify it so that we can understand it in our minds, the heart really has two settings it's either open or closed. Mm -hmm. and the heart has multiple chambers so it could be open in the front chamber but then the back chamber could be closed mm -hmm. wow so it's got some layers in the heart yeah. and then the next part is um checking in with the gut mm -hmm. with the with the belly and this is where emotion lives so as humans, you know, we, we walk upright and we wear clothes and we say big words that are very expensive, <laughs> but we're animals, you know, mm -hmm. we've forgotten this animal instinct and uh, we've almost shamed the animal, but mm -hmm. the guts and the belly is where emotion lives. Mm -hmm. It's where we, we, not only do we digest food, but we digest emotions here. So it's like, you know, trust your gut or like, what, what does your instinct say? Mm. So this is the, the place that it really lives. And so the invitation here is, again, to close the eyes and do a meditation and just say like, hey, what's, what's, what's in here now? And even if it might feel numb, numbness is an emotion. 
numbness is what happens when there's so much to feel that the body then copes by creating the emotion of numb. Wow. Because it's so overwhelming. And so we really want to tap into the belly and really feel it and be with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, go ahead. I was going to say, that's, that's so important. I, I feel like we're addressing the different layers and levels of like mentally, mm-hmm. hey, what are the words conceptually with language? How do we relate to these things? And then in like the heart, like really feeling into that and saying, well, how do I feel about these things that I was just, you know, labeling or data dumping out, right? Like penis, vagina, mm-hmm. pussy, whatever it might be, like heart, what do you feel? And then like spending time with that. And and for everyone who's listening right now, like really taking time for yourself to do that, you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, mm-hmm. whatever you choose, but like really being with that um, to see what comes up and to allow it to, to come through as well as our gut. And um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us have like suppressed inner child um, aspects of us. us. And um, I think for me, it's like I've been in personal development so much that, okay, yeah, we're going to talk to the inner child. But there's also what are the conversations today that I'm unwilling to go into or people are unwilling to go into that the inner child also has not been able to uh, express itself around, you know, that we may not have consciously addressed or said, oh, I need I want to talk about sex or, you know, body parts, genitals, things like that. And like we were talking about on our pre-interview, nothing that consciously may have happened that triggers us to say, you know, there wasn't any physical abuse, sexual abuse or anything like that. But like there's still a relationship that we have with it today, as well as probably that that inner child has stored since, you know, six, eight, ten years old, whenever when those really started getting formed, those definitions mm-hmm. like of what does sex mean and what do these body parts mean started getting formed. Yes. Yes. It's so, so, so um, informative for the rest of our lives when we're these like adorable little dumplings, yeah. you know, like fresh in the world, like raw dough. We haven't been cooked yet. And <laughs> we're so impressionable. Like life adds so much seasoning mm. to the rawness of, of being, you know, a child. And even if you had the most perfect childhood, Mm -hmm. right? Like your parents loved you, you got all your needs met and everything was great. You still live in a world where there's other people who are suffering. And you still live in a world where there's other people experiencing uh, violence, sexual assault, um, shame. Mm -hmm. Like we're still born into a world that has sex shame and and are not we're not free right Mm -hmm. so even if we ourselves have had a perfect childhood we're still tapped into a collective energy that we can now clearly see how connected we really are Mm -hmm. you know during COVID-19 these times we can see like this thing started and just spread all over the globe in no time like that's how connected we really are Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah So those three three um, dimensions and aspects of ourselves, Ria, I think is like super, super important to just take an inventory and get connected with yes. and start to build a conversation with, start to build a relationship with it, right? Because it's like a re- we have a relationship with 
with body parts, with, you know, the shame, with the emotions, but also like where it's stored and how we relate to it in each of our, um, each of these centers, each, each of these processing, you know, like centers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a, let's not forget the most important center Ooh. to add, which Ooh. is the genitals. <laughs> let's add the genitals to this. So important. Yes. So go ahead. And if you're comfortable, just place a hand on your genitals right now. And just like, and notice what that does. Notice the thoughts that come up. Notice how gay that is. You know, and just like, whoa, this is allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone who's like watching the replay or listening right now is like, wow, that's what they're doing right now. And they're not doing this too. But what if, like, this is yours? Like, it's your sacred, sacred altar between your legs. This is where you get to feel pleasure. And it's such a powerful source. And so, just like, you know, these poor genitals are like shoved in a dark, tight place all day long and you just sit on them. You know, like I've had clients where they've shared with me the only times they're ever naked is either during sex or when they're showering. Yeah. They they sleep with clothes on. And, mm-hmm. and for me, I'm like, really? People do that? <laughs> <laughs> not I'm not trying to shame anyone who loves their pajamas. That's awesome. You know, <laughs> I will not yuck your yum. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so good. I had a, a couple on a couple of weeks ago and they said how like one of the secrets to um, like having sex every day and like having mm. a thriving relationship is sleeping naked together in bed. Cause it just, it creates so much more intimacy, right? Cause like there's, mm-hmm. there's just no more like things between you, especially mm. in such a, you know, intimate place in bed. It's like, well, not just when we're having sex, but like when we're sleeping and when we're cuddling, when like there's may not necessarily be sexually aroused, but just to be vulnerable and, and mm. the most skin to skin contact and connected with people. And I think mm. that that would probably, you know, I, I like imagine that would probably remove the sex shame around mm-hmm. um sexual like stimulation just by being naked as well which i think a lot of society says because someone's naked it is sexual you know mm. and i think that's a, a big part of like a challenge you know the the shame that's there yes. around that mm. yeah absolutely we definitely when it's so funny it's like we created these things called clothes yep like we created this the socialization and the culture that like oh no you know like it's illegal to be topless in certain states still mm-hmm. or to have your genitals out right yep. and it's like but we all have them mm. like we're we're all naked under our clothes mm. and yet that's not normal anymore mm. and it has a lot to do with you know um just like you know us having that culture and then that culture teaching parents to then teach the children, right? And just growing up in that. So it's definitely true. It's like a naked body doesn't mean it's a sexual body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sexuality is, it's an energy. It's definitely a state. And something I really love, um, uh, something Esther Perel has said is sex isn't something you do, but it's a place you go. 
Yeah. Really dive, dive more into that. I want to, I want to understand yes. that philosophy. Yes. I love it. So sex, you know, like it, it, just like we talked about, you know, the, the sperm and the egg, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's just the, the biology and the science that happens. I mean, it's not just, it's pretty miraculous. That thing is like incredible. You're like, how did this even happen? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, sex is not just like penis and vagina, right? It's not just like between a man and a woman. But I mean, like some of my sexual experiences with women have almost been rougher and way more intense than with men. Wow. It, it, it's not just like body parts and what these body parts do to each other or mm. what we do with each other. Because you can go through the motions and it can look really hot and it Mm. can look really sexy, Mm. but it may not feel sexy. Wow. And you might be totally in another place. You might be planning your day tomorrow. You might be rehashing, Mm. you know, a conversation you had on the phone with your mom. Like, (laughs) you might be going through like a grocery list in your head or, you know, oh, did I put the, did I put the laundry in the dryer? You know, like. Or did I turn the oven off? I mean, you can be somewhere else completely. Yes, right. But look like you're there, go through the motions, but you're not there. You're not present. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you talk a lot about presence yeah. with um, in mindset, in, in business coaching, you know, your presence as a leader to command an organization or to command the boardroom. Mm-hmm. You know, you need presence. You need to be sharp. You need to be on there and also empathize because you're, you're working with people. Like, what does it mean to be your greatest self? Mm. You know, your greatest self isn't just in the, in the head, in the mind. Mm. Your greatest self is actually between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, I, I've, um, I've heard from someone who, who like taught me to like expand my presence and my power from mm. my cock, right? Yes. Like to, to go from there first and then mm. like feel it fill the room, like my energy, like go from there. Um, I'm curious, is that is that something that you, like what, what's your experience around that? And, and as well it. with the pussy, like how does that work? Yes, yes, love it. It's amazing. I've been um, invited into the United Nations in the UN mm. um, to, to play a role as a priestess in the back of the room. Wow during a very intense negotiation wow. and <laughs> Damn. yes Damn. and so as a priestess what i'm doing is i'm channeling my womb yeah. i'm in my pussy and i'm breathing from my pussy mm-hmm. and with my mind's eye because we now know that the brain cannot tell the difference between reality and imagination right. yeah. and cr- creativity is innovation Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. and thought is tangible thought has a wavelength it has a a, 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 like magnetic field to it yes and resonance to it so yes i've been in um i've been in rooms Mm -hmm. where very important decisions have been made where i got to breathe from my pussy and uh you know pump my pussy internally and no one can tell that i'm doing this but i'm i'm bringing that sexual energy that healing that priestess energy into a room wow i I know i read in in your intro about being a shaman like how does how does um that type of work integrate with Mm -hmm. sex coaching for you beautiful so the best way i've had i've heard two definitions of shamanism Mm -hmm. and shaman which would be really fun 
one of those definitions is a shaman eats shit and shits light. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow. That's that's intense. Intense metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And then the second definition is a shaman is someone who can traverse dimensions mm-hmm. and bring knowledge and information from another dimension into this dimension. Mm-hmm. So it's someone who can who can meditate and go into a metaphysical state and download um, codes yeah. that would be supportive and useful, right? Wow. So we might call it inspiration we might call it you know a muse Mm. we might call it getting a hit or an idea right like an idea is accepted by a modern day culture right but if you say shaman they're like whoa 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 what's happening here right or or i just got a download it's like what (laughs) you know the modern society like you got a what (laughs) yes yes where did this come from some some other dimension are you are you high are you like on something Exactly. <laughs> but if you said, hey, I have an idea, right. it's like, oh, cool, I have sure. an idea. That's yeah. acceptable. But you're like, I got to download and you're like, whoa, now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. So being shamanic, you know, it's um, it, it's an edgy term. It's, mm. It is quite controversial. You know, there is um, different cultures across the world that have very, very deep practices around shamanism. Yeah. And what I would like to bring into this conversation is consider where every single human is a shaman. Mm. We're all shamans. Yes. That, you know, yes, you can go through training. And I have so much respect and honor for the different multidisciplinary practices across different cultures and the world, right? There's like Japanese shamans, there's Peruvian shamans, there's shamans in Africa from different tribes. There's so much, right? And what if every single one of us can access our own inner shaman? Yeah. In our because own it's, world. It's it's using that definition of just accessing information from different dimensions and places. And like mm-hmm. all we lit all we have to do is like tap into the close our eyes and tap into the energy of, hey, you mm-hmm. know, what would what would my 10 year self say? Like what what wisdom would that person yes. give me? It's like, boom, you're already being a freaking shaman. Like just, you know, yes. like unlimiting yourself from the human experience in this present moment and tapping into, you know, like higher consciousness, higher places of wisdom across all times and spaces. Exactly. Yeah. Gold. I wanted to ask about um, downloads since we're on the topic Mm -hmm. and downloads into our genitals. I'm curious, what is there any, is there anything around that that you've experienced? I I have no idea. I just figured I'd like throw it out there. (laughs) Absolutely. I've had, you know, so my, um, I I dabbled in a lot of psychedelics, right? Um, Plant medicine and working with sexual energy it's like I'm tripping. It's as if I'm on psychedelics and I, and I hadn't taken any substances, but you know, I'm sure um, that there is DMT, natural organic DMT being released in my brain. Right. So there's definitely like a a, a science to it. Mm -hmm. And you know, when we're climaxing or when we're orgasming um, it's like uh, the, the French word for orgasm 
the trans the translation means like a little death mm. right wow. and the little death is because our ego completely dies wow in those moments because so, we, we unify like is, is it unification of the energy or like what is orgasm because like i it can be done on one like individually as well as with a partner right yes absolutely so basically like you know like when you sneeze you mm -hmm. can't not not close your eyes right <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's a physical response to sneezing right, right? so when you're orgasming like anywhere from one second to three seconds mm -hmm. you're not yourself wow. you have an ego death mm -hmm. like and that is so euphoric mm. it, because the, the personality, the, the, the ego, if you will, but it's, that's like a heavy term. It doesn't really create a visceral reaction, mm. um, but it's your sense of self. Right. Your sense of self dissolves. And in that dissolving, you are free. It's, it's, it's a taste of liberation. Mm. And there are monks and um, meditators in the world, yogis, who have been able to access that state in meditation. Mm -hmm. And actually that feeling of pure pleasure, pure bliss, pure liberation, losing your sense of self, being in an orgasmic state mm -hmm. is really spiritual, spiritual mm -hmm. awakening. It's a, it's a taste of of God, of being one with the universe. And so the download connected to your genitals, um, what I would say is we have focused our attention on the genitals mm -hmm. um, because it's such a, like a, like a hot spot, like a nerve ending hot spot. But with practice, with conscious awareness, we can actually breathe and allow that pleasure and that energy to travel up and down the rest of the body. Mm. And that's to the energy that is generated from it. Like when we're when we're choosing to be aroused, when we're choosing to experience pleasure, mm -hmm. typically that hot spot with all the nerve endings, we'd be like, "Oh, I'm I'm horny. I'm I'm sexually aroused." So let's focus our consciousness on our mm -hmm. genitals, and so that's where the focus is placed. But we can spread that throughout our body. Yes, correct. Yes, we can breathe breathe in the pleasure. That's um, focus in the genitals mm -hmm. and just like with your mind's eye spread it up up the up the spine yeah. like yep. into the belly yep. it can even like maybe if you you have like a sore hip you can bring that sexual energy into that hip wow or maybe you know um i i like to rock climb so mm -hmm. i've sprained and I've sprained multiple things and I've gotten like bruises everywhere. Right. <laughs> but I can take that sexual energy and, and, and like with my mind's eye mentally mm. bring it into a sore spot mm. in my body and use sexual energy as healing. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to ask about porn. Um, Cause I yes. think that's, that's a, yes. that and sex and shame. Oh my gosh. It is, it is a <laughs> whirlwind. Um, what do you feel our audience should know about porn and um you know like what is our greatest possible self and that mm. relationship with porn and being healthy and our genitals and loving ourselves and our body tell us more ria yes i love talking about this so i think we even mentioned it on the um the pre-interview but it's like hey if you go to a movie like the latest marvel 
film, which mm-hmm. I love. I love the I love yes. all the Marvel characters and DC characters. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> or you go and watch like the latest Fast and the Furious or James Bond or any action film, right? Mm-hmm. You don't come out and out of the theater and start gunning it at like 200 miles an hour on the highway <laughs> and looking for aliens to shoot. We don't do this because we know it's a movie, right? right? right. Made for entertainment. It's the same thing with porn. Mm. Porn stars are really sexy paid actors. Mm. You know, there's <laughs> it's it's made for entertainment. Mm-hmm. And like I know a lot of porn stars personally, they're, they're dear friends, mm-hmm. and there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So much. Like, it's, it's just not how people have sex, mm-hmm. right? I think porn is great, so long as the people watching it are aware mm-hmm. that it is not real life. And it's going to create a hormonal response in the body that, like, neurons that fire together, wire together, mm-hmm. right? So if you're self-pleasuring, which is already a really powerful practice, and you're connecting it to porn, then you're wiring your brain to only get stimulation that's that intense. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, my suggestion is like, hey, maybe check out amateur porn. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe check out like home-made videos of like real people having real sex. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure now on the internet, we've got a lot of um, sex workers at home mm. who are practicing physical distancing and they might have services on as a cam girl or, you know, like a, a, a couple cam session. Right. Mm. So it's like, how can we we don't have to go cold turkey. There's like no shame here. Of mm. course, you want to watch porn. Porn is great. It's so entertaining. It's great. And we want to watch <laughs> just like it's riveting. Love. It is. <laughs> You're like, how does that even happen? Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. You know, and just like um, we want to watch like all the like like Beyonce's like sexiest like music video. Right. Yeah. It's so entertaining. It's so flashy. Look at all the lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to watch the, the epic, uh, epic videos. And how do we also remember mm. that these people, you know. When they're not wearing makeup, they look just like us. Yeah. And um, that that they also need to get up and have morning breath and they need to go brush their teeth. Yep. Like, how do we remember the human condition that we're all in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so powerful. And I, um, I think that like with with people, it's just why are we using it? I think that's that's another mm-hmm. big thing is like, mm-hmm. why would we use the the thing um, cause some people use it to just like either numb out of mm-hmm. like whatever they're not wanting to experience in their reality or just to like feel something because they feel so numb in, in their mm. reality. And, and I think it's like really being aware of like, why are yeah. we doing it? And, um, also like what you're saying about the stimulation, um, and having it be so intense. Like I, I watched a lot of porn growing up. Right. And um, I'm grateful for that in some ways, and in other ways, I'm like, hmm, maybe maybe a little less time, you know, watching it probably would have been would have been cool. But um, to be able to like monitor my sensitivity to to sexual stimulation, to physical body parts, to mm-hmm. you know what it means to be beautiful and mm-hmm. and like beautiful human beings, I think that's the place where like it for me it like didn't serve as much is because like 
if I would have chosen to create my own, um, like use my own imagination, for example, versus like um, take an easy way, easy way out, like five, 10 minutes, you know, just wanting a quick instant mm. gratification to feel good about myself when mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of areas of my life, I didn't feel good. I felt insecure. I felt unworthy. Like all this stuff came up. Um, I think that that just would have been a more effective, healthy approach. And, mm. you know, I, like I said, I think it's, there's such, there's great aspects of porn. And I also mm-hmm. think it's like, why and in what moderation and what's our relationship to it? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, it's like a cheap donut, you know, delicious. <laughs> it's like, I mean, they also have expensive donuts, you know, but like the, the, the combination of like sugar to fat, to salt, to yeah. carbs, mm. oh boy, you know, and sometimes you want a donut. Yep. There's absolutely nothing nutritional about it. But, you know, you have a little mini mouthgasm when you bite into it and it's delicious. And then afterwards you hate yourself because you had a dozen of them, you know. So just like we get to make choices that add to our physical health and our food intake, just like we get to choose to exercise, you know, three times a week or every day, whether it's 10 to 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Just like we get to um, upgrade our self-talk and our internal dialogue, how we relate with each other, there's a whole area we get to explore when it comes to our own sexuality. The the fact that the porn industry is like a billion-dollar industry goes to show that that there's no other space for healthy sexuality to exist, Mm. For, for porn to even become an addiction or for it to even you know, be a problem or an issue in society goes to show that sexuality has been so shamed and so shunned mm. that, that, you know, parents can even talk about it with their children without turning bright red. Yep. Mm. So, you know, it's like, this is, this is good. Um, I feel like we've covered a lot of kind yes. of unpacking and I want to give people some strategies on being a pussy whisperer Rhea how do we how do we how do we own well I I don't know if it's owning someone else's pussy like I don't know terminology I'm (laughs) I'm still unfamiliar with it but how do we step into that role (laughs) great well I have a little visual for those of us watching yes this is a little beautiful (laughs) pussy pillow (laughs) I love it yes well so how do we become a pussy whisperer. So what I'd love to invite us in is just like we did the four centers, mm-hmm. the mind, the heart, the gut, and the the genitals, right? It's going to be a meditation where uh if you can if you notice all the openings in the body, like the eye, the nostril, the ears, the mouth, mm-hmm. um all the openings have a similar almond shape. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Mind blowing. Yes, even like the 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 whole the tip of the cock, right? Yeah. It's also the similar shape. Yeah. So, what if in our mind's eye we can picture um, a yoni or a pussy in our third eye? Mm. And so, like, you know, who who do we get to be energetically to to invite um, a level of penetration? How how can we allow ideas, inspiration? To penetrate us in our third eye pussy. So breathe that in. (sighs) 
And maybe our third eye isn't open to that. That's okay too. Maybe she's not warmed up enough. <laughs> and now picture the heart, the, the heart as a pussy, right? And just imagine like, you know, uh, the, for the heart to open, it's like, um, what, is, what does the heart need, the heart pussy need to, to be titillated and juicy? to open, right? And how can we allow love to penetrate us? How can we allow other people's hearts to penetrate us? Mm -hmm. So breathe that in. <sighs> nice. And so the, the stomach or the gut, just allowing this, this whole belly to be a really juicy, meaty pussy. And what does she need or the belly button, right? Like if you think of the shape of the belly button and how this is the part of us that used to be connected in an umbilical cord where we would get nourished, what would feel most nourishing in our bellies and our gut? And how can we allow nourishment to penetrate us in, in our pussies? And so breathing that in, Allowing that to digest. And now the genitals. So for pussy owners, we have an actual physical imprint of what it's like to, to be a pussy owner. And for, you know, my male-bodied viewers and listeners, you have an energetic pussy. And what if you just gave yourself permission to feel your energetic pussy in your genitals? And what does she need to feel honored and respected and appreciated and revered? She is the goddess. She is a temple, the, the real altar. We, we bow down and pray to these statues of like Kuan Yin and Buddha and Jesus on crosses. Like, what if the real altar is between your legs? Wow. And so like in your mind's eye to really eye gaze with your own genital pussy. This is, this is so powerful because like, so for me, you know, I think a lot of people, it's so foreign to imagine mm. like, for example, a body part on another body part that, you know, it's on the yes. other side of your body. It's like, why would I put a pussy on my third eye but yes. like in the energetic embodiment and the meaning and the significance of it and the portal like aspect of it like it just it's genius yes yes it's exactly what it is it's a portal mm. it's a yoni verse yes so in sanskrit uh vagina means yoni which is like a temple temple mm. of light and the lingam which is sanskrit for cock is a wand of light Wow. And so, you know, we, we fetishize these things. I actually have another visual. Mm. It's a little um, cock keychain for those viewers. <laughs> <laughs> On a slinky. <laughs> Love it so much. <laughs> you know, I get to be a kid again. It's like yes. amazing. <laughs> we're all interested in our yes. cocks and pussies as kids, yep. you know? And we yep. were told, don't do that. 
or, you know, for, for like a, maybe a little more conscious parents, they're like, okay, you can do that, but in your own room in private. Right. Right. right? But for most of us, like, don't do that. Don't yeah, touch. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But we're so curious. We're so interested. And just like you said it, Chris, it's like, you know, if you, if you, if, if you've been with a woman or you are a woman, what it's like that, that sense of relaxation and calm when you get to enter a pussy, like, oh, I mean, that's healing. And imagine that in your third eye as like getting great ideas, wanting innovation. How can that penetrate me if I open up my third eye portal and receive? So, so powerful. Rhea, (laughs) this is like just the tip of the yes. iceberg or the cock or whatever yes. you want to talk about <laughs> or just barely entering into the pussy <laughs> yes and there's so much deeper to go and uh, i want to let our audience know how they can connect with you and yes. um, specifically like how can you support them in mm. creating transformation around sex in their own lives absolutely i this is like my favorite subject i'm a total geek when it comes to sex so please 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 reach out to me you can find me on facebook Ria Yoshida, um, the handles like facebook.com slash sex coach Ria Yoshida, R I A Y O S H I D A. Yoshida actually means lucky rice field in Japanese. Wow. <laughs> Very appropriate. <laughs> and I'm offering, you know, like free um, sexual breakthrough calls 30 minutes. Let's hop on the phone. You know, I I would feel honored if you told me your biggest, deepest sexual challenge and Mm. I would be happy to support you because just like you said in my intro, world peace, one happy general at a time. Like what people don't realize is if you're having really good sex at home, you're going to spread that good energy in the rest of your life. And if all the leaders and all the countries and all the worlds were well fucked, we would have world peace. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) one thing i want to share about this and especially this offer 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 an opportunity for people to connect with you um i love coaching i love that mindset coaches business coaches life coaches they offer like strategy sessions breakthrough sessions awesome i love it i don't think the impact of those strategy sessions um you know some of them could be like transformational i get that but most are just like okay let's just talk about who you are where you're at what your challenges are um I imagine that a sexual breakthrough call or breakthrough call around sex um, is like so freeing simply Mm. just to talk about it because it's so oftentimes repressed. And um, I think just the value of jumping on a call with you, Rhea, and the safe space that you provide um, for someone to just share like what is going on and what they've been carrying that they haven't been able to tell to anyone. Um, and know that like it's you're you're just there with so much love to hold them. Um, I think is is just you know so freaking valuable. So I just I really want to remind everyone who's in the audience like if you have an opportunity to talk to Ria like do it. Schedule a call. Um, if you've been carrying something for a while, schedule a call. If you feel like well you know I don't even know if I want a sexual breakthrough, schedule a call because like <laughs> yeah, chances are getting into a conversation with you Ria it's gonna it's gonna transform them in uh, one yeah. shape or or form or um, yeah it is just I, I imagine it's transformational. Mm, yes thank you for that welcome it yes you're welcome so everyone go to riayoshida.com 
Rhea, thank you for opening up this portal with us here today yes. and uh, letting us come inside and uh, go on the journey <laughs> with you. You are a superstar. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, beloved. So much love. We'll see you soon, okay? Yes. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, BeYourGPS.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to BeYourGPS.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>